What's up, Buds? What's up? BJ and Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. Uh, I'm BJ. And I'm Daryl, and this week we watch wrestling. Yeah. A lot. You a lot more than me. Ring of Honor, New Japan, AEW. Great. All the wrestling. I watched AEW. And I watched AEW. Did you watch NXT at all? No. I watched AEW. That's it. It's the one you got so And BTE. But yeah. Yeah, I did watch BTE as well. Um, but as always, or as almost I always, we'll start off stuff. with Monday Night Raw, brother, brother. This brother, episode brother. was dumb as shit. Yeah, it was. Dumb yeah. as shit. Yeah, I'm going to try not to take as long on this because it was dumb as shit. So, Retribution hits the ring and then, like, yeah, hit the. Then, I think they cut a promo at this point about how they signed fucking contracts which make no fucking sense. Right. Like, they're trying to take down this company. Why would... Like, on both sides, why would WWE... Sign them, and why would they sign contracts? Right. When the, with someone that they're trying to take down. Like, made no sense at the time. Because they didn't give an explanation either. It just, right. It just happened. Right. And then the Hurt Business comes down, and they're like, fuck it, we don't care, we're going to beat the shit out of you. And also, the Hurt Business needs some females to take on Retribution, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know who. I don't know who fits in, right? But Shayna. Shayna would be dope. Bianca Belair. Oh, yeah. Bianca. I'd say Bianca and Shayna. Like, fuck it. If you want to keep it small, I think just Bianca, if you're only going one. Well, there's two women. Yeah. There's two women in Retribution. That's true. There's Mercedes and there's Mia, so. Right. HBRC. Right. No. Uh, Oh, what the fuck? Oh, and they all have new names, too. T-Bar. Yeah. Dijakovic is T-Bar. Let's see, what is it? Shane Thorne is Mace? I think so. I don't know who's who other than T-Bar. Right. Because T-Bar's fantastic. Yeah. Great um, name. Mia Yim put her name on Twitter this week. I have that in News and Rumors, I think, so we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they all have names. T-Bar is dope. It's It was stupid at first, but it's grown on me. The ladies' names weren't revealed until SmackDown. Well, no, they weren't revealed at all. Oh, I thought they were. No. Mia Yim put hers on Twitter. Okay. She changed her name on Twitter. Hers sounds like a WWE pay-per-view name as opposed to a person's yeah, name. Was I like can't remember what it was. Revelation or some, some shit I think like it was that. Revelation Something like something. that. Yeah. And then... Um, it was an R. One of them was an R word. Yeah. Revival. So, not revival, but... Um, I don't know. But then, yeah, when the Hurt Business come... Hurt Locker. Hurt Locker come, and then they obviously start beating down... Revelation or re- retribution. Retribution. And then the rest of their retribution shows up, the like hired goons, I guess. Uh, and it was 15 on four. So obviously, retribution took them down. Mm-hmm. So, so that's what I'm guessing. I'm guessing, like, it, I mean, it's definitely just the five main people. Yeah. And then, but I don't know if, like, the. Other people are going to be anything at any point or what. So, I don't know. And it does they probably like, don't know either, to be honest. Right. And it does feel like Dijakovic is the leader of it, you know. Mm-hmm. So, which I is great. I bar, I mean. Yeah. <coughs> so, I don't know. It was stupid. We'll see what happens with it. But mm-hmm. 
as of now. Like, they've changed my mind on Twitter this week. It's getting better. Like, I like them on Twitter, but not... We'll see what Raw brings. Or what fucking Clash of Champions brings. Right. You know? You never know. I don't think the Apollo... Well, we'll get to it, but the Apollo match is probably not going to end properly. No. Just cause it's it's going to be shenanigans. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number one contender triple threat tag team match. Jesus. Andrade and Angel Garza versus oh, Seth Rollins wait, and wait, Murphy. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, yeah, um, they broke up last week, and now they're back together. Was it Angel and, and Andrade broke up last week, and now they're yeah. in the number one contenders match? Yeah, and okay. hold on. Seth Rollins and Murphy. Wait, 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 wait. They broke up last week, too. Right. <laughs> so they're also in the number one contenders match. Yes. Okay, wait, let me, let me, let me take a guess of who the next team is going to be. Mm-hmm. A tag team that broke up recently. Oh. Uh, the Rockers. Yeah, it's not. Oh. It's Dominic Mysterio teaming with Humberto Carrillo. How the fuck's that make any sense? And how are they in the number one contenders match? Have these guys ever tagged before? No, because Dominic's new. He's wrestled like four times. What the fuck, Monday Night Raw? Mm-hmm. I didn't even know about this. This yeah. is fucking stupid. And you want to guess who won? Humberto and Dominic. Then it was Ray and Murphy. Holy shit. Okay, well, I mean... We're doing Andrade and Angel again. again. Right. Whatever. Who obviously was the last team I would have thought would have won. And honestly, I think they're going to (laughs) win. I think they're going to win And that's against the Street Profits, right? They're still the tag champions here. (coughs) Yeah. What the fuck? This is dumb. Was Mm -hmm. Vega with them? No. At least she wasn't with them. But yeah. This whole thing's stupid, dude. Mm -hmm. Okay. Anyways, next. Um... Retribution's backstage again. Hooray. Uh, they cut a promo. Sweet. Didn't say anything important. Of course not. I'm T-Bar. Here I am. Yeah. That's, that's the promo. Right. That's my promo. Yeah. I need a good name now. I need a Retribution name. Yeah. There's been a lot of like those charts, charts on Twitter. Like... Put your month. I hate in. those. I always get the worst. Like, yeah. July's always the worst of whatever those yeah. are. Every fucking time. I think mine was like F Hammer or something. Mine was probably like Crazy Charlie. Which actually is pretty fucking <laughs> that good once I say it out loud. Yeah. I like being Crazy Charlie. Especially if you say it that way. Crazy Charlie! Yeah. Uh, For all you buds out there. Right. Kevin Owens. Host a Kevin Owens show. Surprise! And his guest is Shane McMahon. What? Yeah. They don't like each other. Yeah. They actually mentioned it, though. Oh, good. Yeah. They're like, you look, I I know our past sucked. Like, I don't like you. You don't like me, but we'll get through this. Right. So, um, but they talk about Raw Underground and uh, about the Dabo Cato Braun Strowman match. And then Braun Strowman comes to the ring. Did they give any indication as to how far underground it is? And if there's a working elevator, I don't understand how some guys are immediately there and some guys take like 25 minutes or longer yeah, to get there. They did not. Once they go through the That door. would be my first question if I could interview Shane McMahon. But Maybe there's like a test you have to pass or mm-hmm. something. It's like when fucking Harry Potter was trying to get into the Chamber of Secrets and he had to get past all the different traps that the different teachers had set up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't fuck. I don't know. I don't know. That's what they should put in the next WWE game, though. How you get to the underground? Mm-hmm. 
just underground period and then yeah but you have to make your way there like and it turns into like a fucking Mario Brothers level or some shit but sometimes it's like a two second level and sometimes it's a 25 minute level right it's always it's always random sometimes it's like level 1-1 on original Super Mario Brothers on the NES and sometimes it's the last world of Kaizo Mario right Kaizo edition right or whatever the fuck I don't know the names all that shit I just know that shit's or just ridiculous. Like, yeah. I don't know if you ever watched anybody play that stuff. Oh yeah, I was gonna say, or even like the Lost Levels. Those were hard enough for me. Fuck. Yeah, that did get pretty hard though at the end of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Anyways. so Davo Kato comes to the ring, and then Braun Strowman comes to the ring, and then I guess I don't know. And then Alistair Black shows up. Davo Kato walks off, and I don't know. Alistair Black nutshotted or attacked Owens from behind. I think he nutshotted oh, him. Yeah. just attacked him from behind. That's right. And everybody else oh, in the ring just pretend feet. like yeah. nothing happened. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. There's the oh, that's happened. what he did. He Yeah, he swept his feet and then pulled his dick on the fucking ring post like they do. And everybody else just pretended like nothing was happening. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know. Don't look directly at the uh, man. I don't know either, dude. It's stupid. Yeah, let's keep it. Charlie Caruso interviewed Drew McIntyre next. And then, let's see. Oh, Retribution beat up Titus O'Neil and Umberto Carrillo. Take that. For some reason. Because fuck Titus O'Neil and Umberto Carrillo. Yeah. And then Keith Lee took on Drew McIntyre. Wait, where's his tag team partner next. Dominic at through all this, too? Yeah, I don't know. Uh... But yeah, Keith Lee took on Drew McIntyre. Keith Lee! And the stipulation for this is if Keith Lee wins and Randy Orton can't compete at Class of Champions, then Keith Lee gets to face Drew for the championship. <laughs> wait, wait. Wasn't that the stipulation last week when these guys fought? Yeah, but it ended in... Nothing. So it's just the same match? Yeah, they're just trying again. Again. Got it. <laughs> but... This time, it didn't matter, because Drew or Randy Orton showed up and attacked Drew McIntyre with some chairs. So, obviously, Randy Orton's mm. fine, and doesn't and, matter, because right. Keith Lee's not getting in the match anyways. Yes. Fuck you, Keith Lee. Exactly. That's stupid uh, shit. And then, Randy Orton gets on the mic after a commercial break, and talks about how he's going to beat Drew, and throw him in the ambulance. I hope he does. And skull fuck him. In the skull. In the skull. That's yeah. usually where you do that. Actually. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Sorry, uh, folks. Oh, Oscar uh, got interviewed. Yeah. About who she'd rather face. Nobody. Uh, for the championship, Vega or Mickey James. Oh, she doesn't give a shit. She don't give a shit. Right. Nobody's and, ready for Oscar. Right, Zelina Vega. Took on Mickey James for that number one contendership. Okay. And fucking Zelina won. So. And then they announced that it's going to be on the fucking pre show. So. What? Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. Put the tag team and this could stupid poor shit on the pre show. Yeah. And this could actually be a really good match. Like Zelina. Like. Zelina can wrestle. She's right? alright. She's pretty good. Yeah, so. Whatever. She just hasn't done it in a while. Right. Um, Me neither. Oh, we got a Bianca Belair video package. Nice. So that's cool. She's the EST. She was beating some dude. Yeah. At everything. Oh, and then the best thing of the night. Akira Tozawa got eaten by a fucking shark. Nice. Yeah. 
That's what happened. That's pretty dope. He got eaten by a fucking shark. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. Our truth showed up at like the beach with little Jimmy and was swimming, and Akira Tozawa went after him and then got eaten by a fucking shark. Okay, cool. Yeah. Next. <clears throat> like, this is some happy days bullshit. Sunday, Monday, happy days. The Fonz is going to jump a shark next. Thursday, Friday, happy On days. His motorcycle. Let's hope. A. A. Sit on it. Uh. Cedric Alexander <laughs> and MVP come to the ring talking about Apollo Crews. I don't know. Cedric Alexander them. ended up taking on Apollo Crews. Hooray! And Apollo Crews won. Hooray! Like, what the fuck? Right? We got know. three hours to fill, pal. We gotta put Apollo Crews on TV. Yeah. Uh, and the rest of the Hurt Business come down and beat the shit out of them. I don't know. We had In the Underground... Dolph Ziggler taking on Aturo Ruiz. Nice. And, uh, yeah, Ziggler won. Good job. And That's bullshit. Ruiz should have won, but whatever. Whatever. And then Shane McMahon interview, or goes to talk to Braun Strowman, but Braun won't um, talk to him. So Shane introduces a new interviewer called Brianna Brandy. And so she interviews Strowman and he'll talk. Is this anybody we know or is she like legit new? Legit new. Okay. Um, she ain't good? I don't know. I didn't watch. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. And then Strowman said he's going to send everyone home to their mommies with a pocket full of teeth. With a pocket full of teeth? Yeah. What am I going to do with those? What am well, I supposed to my, well, what's my mom supposed to do with those, I guess? Put them in a glass of milk and take them to the dentist and hopefully you can get them put them back in. Oh, they're going to be my teeth. Yeah. Oh, well, he didn't specify that. Yeah. I'd rather keep them in my mouth than in my pockets, to be honest with you, Brian. Yeah, I don't know. And then he also threatened Shane. So it looks like they're actually building to Shane versus Braun in the underground. That's going to be a WrestleMania. Oh, God. Yeah. Shane's going to jump off the right. top of the underground all the way to the underground. Yeah. Onto Braun. Onto Braun. It's going to be insane. From 100 with, feet or whatever the fuck yeah, it is. With Digger T Rock. Yes. Do you remember that video game? I do remember that video game. I love that video game. Yeah. Anyway. Little Nemo. Yeah. Uh, Oh, Seth Rollins came to the ring. Okay. Listen, listen. Seth Rollins came to the ring, and he has an envelope, and he's got uh, some news for Ray that Dominic is not his kid. Didn't they already do this 15 years ago, 20 years ago, 15, 20, 20, yeah, 20, and I was 20 like, yeah, 15 years yeah. ago, whatever. I was like, we know, he's Eddie's kid, like, right. no shit. I don't know. I don't know, man. I thought he was saying it was Ray's daughter. That's what I something. heard. Well, he said Dominic, and then he said it was the daughter. Oh, okay. He changed his mind or some shit, I don't know. Or one of his kids. And he said it can't be Dominic, but it has to be his daughter. Or something. I don't know, man. Fair enough. I don't understand all this shit. Like, why is this still going on? We need Rey Mysterio's family on TV. Yeah. Their ratings, bro. Right. Then we're going to put Judy Bagwell on a pole. Yeah. No, we're going to put Aaliyah on a pole. Your pole. Ha, <laughs> dense. No, on Murphy's pole. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this is building to. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I can't. I just can't. Vince is just trying to get Murphy laid, dude. Mm-hmm. That's all. <clears throat> just 
Bros um, are bros, man. I guess. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Vince is his wingman, apparently. Right. Um, all right. So Natalia and Lana took on Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. And Nia, like, just beat the shit out of... Or, yeah, Nia beat the shit out of Lana, tagged in Baszler, who locked in the curve food clutch. And that was it. And they won. Yeah. Good. Teamwork. And then they beat the shit out of well, Jackson, Lana, Teamwork. and uh, put Lana through a table again. Good. So, Fuck you, Lana. Get in that table. Well, well I think... It's gonna work. Like, Teamwork. I'll be honest. I wouldn't be surprised if this is, like, Rusev punishment. Oh, yeah. I really do. Like, this is two weeks in a row. Like, he's de- he debuted on Wednesday, and then the next two weeks, she's gone through tables. That's what you get. Right. For being married to a guy that doesn't work for us. Right. How dare you marry somebody that doesn't work here anymore? Yeah. That's what you get. Well, they got married. All right, anyway. They did sorry. work together, but whatever. Whatever. Um, and then Aaliyah is backstage arguing with her dad. I don't know. I can't. I just can't. Okay. And then we go back. Eric from the Viking Raiders is taking on Riddick Moss in the underground. Riddick Moss wins. And uh, Moss wins. Yeah, that's yeah. what you get for your tag team partner getting hurt. Right? Fuck you. And then... Uh, yeah. And then... And then we got... Oh. We got Oscar versus Peyton Royce. Okay. But um, the Lena Vega broke it up pretty quickly. Fair enough. Yeah. That's dumb. But attacked okay. Asuka. So. They want her title. And then there's some stuff between Murphy and Aaliyah backstage. Aww. They're such a cute couple. And they bone. And they didn't. Take her to the bone zone. They tease the bone. They tease the bone zone? They tease the bone zone. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> They're going to give us our second ever boneyard match. He's going to take her to the bone zone. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> then we got it. Oh, then we got some more Braun. There was God. There's so much shit on this. Why is there so much shit on these fucking shows? Braun versus Davicato in the underground, okay. and then Strowman ends up knocking out Davicato, which makes no fucking sense. Like, why not build the new guy? <laughs> what the fuck? What's it hurt? It's in the underground. Like, I don't know. Whatever. I don't fucking know. Uh, Retribution come to the ring. This is where they announce their names. Okay. Which are Slapjack, T-Bar, and Mace. And they're taking on um, Bobby Lashley, Shelton Benjamin, and Cedric Alexander next. Yeah. Which and is also stupid because now they're just following the rules <coughs> of tagging in a tag team match. Right. And, like, not just beating the fuck out of everybody. Yeah. Like, it, like this is stupid, too. But whatever. Yeah. And then... Just a couple know. weeks ago, they were cutting the ring up with a fucking chainsaw. And now they're tagging each right. other and following the fucking... Like, this is stupid. Right. I know. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and they got disqualified for some reason. I don't know. T-Bar... Because the... T-Bar punched the, last No, time. this is... Yes. The illegal guy... Mm-hmm. Touched the legal guy. Right. And that is actually a rule that has been enforced previously in WWE. There's a precedence for this. Right. And it's dumb as shit because the rule only applies sometimes when WWE wants it to apply, like most rules in WWE. Yeah, makes no sense. No sense. But the illegal guy in the match, the not tagged in guy, touched the guy (coughs) that was tagged in, which happens all, like, you ever watch the tag match? They do double team moves all the fucking time and the illegal guy touches the legal guy. Like, this is yeah. dumb as shit. Yeah. 
But then, so then afterwards, the rest of Retribution hits the ring to start attacking the right. Hurt Locker. And then, fucking, the whole Raw Locker room comes down, led by Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre gets in the ring. Randy Orton hits an RKO out of, no- RKO out of nowhere. Everyone just kind of disappears and leaves Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre in the ring. Right. So we just had this huge fucking brawl and For it no just reason. stopped and because because holy shit, there's an RKO. We got to get the fuck out of here. Will the police come? And that's the end of the fucking show. Like, Thank God. I don't know. It still took us 21 minutes to get through all that shit. There's just so much shit that's on this show. Like it just keeps going and going and going and going yeah. and going right. and going. God damn. Ring of Honor. Let's talk yeah. about this pure tournament real quick. Yeah. So this is pretty dope. Basically, it's 16-man tournament. Yep. A and B blocks, just like you would expect in a tournament. And mm-hmm. Each guy continues on, same elimination. Mm-hmm. So all the match ha- all the matches have 15-minute time limits. and Or maybe it's 20. Um, mm-hmm. I don't if you interfere, you get fired. There's no... Yeah. You only get three rope breaks. So basically, if you know someone gets you in the Carafuda clutch, you can rope break three times, and after that, the ropes don't do shit. So you either got to get out of the move or tap, motherfucker. Yes. So we kind of talked about it a little bit last week, but just real quick, in the first round so far, we've had Jay Lethal defeating Dalton Castle in the first mm-hmm. round. We also saw Jonathan Gresham defeat Wheeler Yuta in the first round, which I was like, a fantastic yeah, match. I like Yuta. I do, too. He's really good. I like Jonathan Gresham, too. Yeah. They're both really good in ring. And then this past Monday on the 18th, we saw David mm-hmm. Finley defeat Rocky Romero. And we saw Matt Seidel pick up his victory over Delirious. Nice. So yeah, they're just, they're just really fun, like pure wrestling matches. There's, you can't, there's no closed fists. Right. Uh, or anything like that. So that's pretty cool. And at mm-hmm. the end of it, the winner is going to become the pure champion. Yeah. Um, and then have they, have they mentioned like, I'm gonna assume that belt is only defended under pure rules. Then that's what it seems like. Yeah, they haven't you know, like they haven't said it officially, but it seems like basically the pure title and the pure wrestling is the only thing that's going to happen right now. Yeah, throughout Ring of Honor. Right. So yeah, I don't I, I don't know for sure, but that's what it seems like. So yeah, it's been pretty good so far, though. I've really enjoyed it. It's been a nice change of pace from the more entertainment WWE, AEW style wrestling uh, to just get some straight up wrestling matches. They're still giving them some fun uh, fun stories and shit, too, which is nice because they're still trying to interject some stories into the matches. Mm. Um, So yeah, it's just been a good time. I'm excited to see more of it. I just wanted to update the buds on it real quick here. Yeah. So, with that, we'll move on to a quick recap of AEW Dark. Yeah. I did not watch this week. I didn't get to watch it either. Um, Oh, wow. It's a lot better. Anyway, uh, the Dark Order, which was uh, Uno and Grayson, took on Fuego Del Sol and Rembrandt Lewis. Okay. Uh, Dark Order won. Ricky Starks defeated Christopher Daniels. That's surprising. Uh, right. The Butcher and the Blade took on Puff and Calvin Stewart. I'm sure they won. Yeah, Butcher and Blade won. They were also on the AEW Unrestricted podcast this week. Nice. Uh, Will Hobbs took on um, 
David Arquette, I mean Serpe- Serpentico. Um, in one. In one. Yeah. I'm glad Will Hobbs is getting some. Me too. Even if it's on dark. Right. Uh, the Lucha Bros took on Dante Smiley and Max Stardom. Lucha Bros won. Dante Smiley's a good name, though. Yeah. I like it. I do, too. It's like Norman Smiley, but more Dante-ish. Yeah. It's true. It's very true. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dark Order, uh, which was 5 and 10, okay. took on Xander Gold and Ryzen. 5 and 10. Yeah, 5 and 10 won. Nice. Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss took on Daniel Garcia and Kevin Blackwood. Joey Janela and Kiss won. Uh-huh. And then Billy Austin, or Billy, Billy and Austin Gunn took on Mabadoo and Cruz. I'm going to say that Cruz and Mabadoo lost. Yes. And then Serena Deeb took on Kylan King. I'm glad Serena Deeb's wrestling again and she mm-hmm. won. Yep. Ben Carter took on Lee Johnson. Ben Carter <laughs> won. Which I need to go I saw some this. clips from this match. This they looked gave fun. Um, Meltzer gave this four stars nice. for a dark for match. a dark match, and then I mean we'll uh, we'll get to oh I didn't even pull that up we got to do late night dynamite too oh yeah that's right yeah um, but yeah he also the match from late night dynamite got four and a quarter stars yeah that was fun you and I watched that we watched that before dynamite on Wednesday and it was good times right was that it for dark uh, no there's okay no, I thought so it didn't seem like enough matches yet. One more. The main event. And it was... Your mom. Eddie Kingston taking on Brian Pillman Jr. Eddie Kingston wins. Yep. Sweet. Yep. All right, and that'll take us on to late night AEW Dynamite Creeper mm-hmm. Creeper, which, in case you're wondering, did like over five and a half million viewers, even though it didn't start until... Or five... 500,000. Yeah, five and a half hundred thousand. Is <laughs> yeah, what I was going to say, five and a half million would be, be insane. Yeah. But uh, and it didn't air until, yeah, 12 It didn't start until after 12 30. After the, the fucking Lakers game. When yeah. people like me were in bed because I'm old and right. midnight's bedtime. So. We watched it the next day before Dynamite. Yes, we but, did. Uh, Scorpio Sky taking on Bre- Benjamin Carter next. This was excellent. And God, yeah, this was so good. Sky um, won. And Carter. But still yeah, a great match. I'm waiting for that announcement. Like, they need to. Well, it'll be a couple weeks, because he got, uh... Yeah, the vid. He's got the COVID. Um, yeah. And then Anna J took on Brandy Rhodes next. Yes. Um, This was was, a fun match, too. Yeah, it was pretty good. And Anna J... Anna J won. Of course Mm -hmm. she did. Hashtag join Dark Order. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Matt Seidel took on Sean Spears. And Matt Seidel picked up the victory. I know. Sean Spears won. Not surprising. Matt Seidel's not all elite yet. He's just been there. Yeah. He's not signed, so... Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it was good, fun little hour show, and um, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was nice. It did, uh, like, we got we got to it a little bit early, too, so we got a nice little break in between, of, yeah. you know, like nice 15, 20-minute break in between the two shows as well, so that was yeah. cool. Yeah. So yeah, and then that takes us on to AEW Dynamite proper, Creeper Creeper, mm-hmm. on Wednesday. Um, yeah, we started out with the debut um, of the best man in ring, mm-hmm. Miro, and Kip Sabian teaming up to take on Sunny Kiss and Joey Janela. Yes. Um, so, this match kind of sucked super bad. It did, yeah. But, mainly it was because Miro tweaked his ankle at the beginning of the match. Yep. 
and um, like legit tweaked his ankle and there were some bad botches like he almost dropped Kip Sabian straight on his yes, head. Yes, he did. Like, it was, it was bad. Um, yeah, not a great debut for the former Rusev mm-hmm. for you WWE fans out there. Yeah, so hopefully... He'll be back. Yeah. Yeah. Give we, we've weeks. seen what he can do with guys like John <coughs> Cena and Roman Reigns and shit. Right. He's going to be on top. Just give him... It was one match. Yeah. Everybody has a bad match. And that's... I mean, he tweaked his ankle. Like he Right, he got hurt too. Yeah, so I mean... Yeah. I mean, look what Matt Seidel did. Right. He's already been back and been okay. So, right. yeah. So. It'll be fine. Yep. Um, and then, so we'll get to it more in news and rumors, but yeah, there was the COVID situation. Lance Archer is out. Um, so like directly after this match, Eddie Kingston just comes to the ring and cuts fucking passionate ass promo on, you know, why he deserves this shot and called out Moxley. Yeah. He's challenging Moxley for the championship tonight on AEW Dynamite. Because he was the true, I mean, he never got eliminated. Yeah. He never got eliminated from the battle Royal. So so he deserves a shot to make up for that. Right. And he's going to get it tonight. Not yet though. No, we got to wait, but he, yeah, Moxley does come out and they get in each other's faces, but they get separated pretty quickly. So it was good though. It was. Yeah. I mean, Kingston's fucking fire on the Always. Way. Every time. Yep. Uh, we got Kenny Omega on commentary again for Hangman Adam Page taking on Evil Uno. We did. Mm-hmm. This was a solid match. Hangman Page, of course, picks up the victory here, but... Yeah. Yeah. Kenny still says yeah. he's done with Hangman. Yeah. And this was... Surprisingly, this was Evil Uno's first singles match. In AEW. Fair enough. Yeah. I also liked when Hangman was coming to the ring, they always have the caption, you know, that says Hangman Adam Page and mm-hmm. shows what his record is and then what is, like, his overall yeah. record, and then they always show the record for that match type. So, right. in this case, it would have had a singles record. And everything, they always have a little funny caption or whatever. And mm-hmm. above Adam Page's this week, it mm-hmm. said something along the lines of, like, apparently still wearing the pants look or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I which like was that. funny. Hangman has some of the best captions over his mm-hmm. over his name. He really does. Um, and yeah, Paige picks up the win with yeah. the Buckshot Larry. Oh, of course. Um, so even though it wasn't winning this, no. And you know, Kenny Omega was being kind of a dick again on, on commentary, yeah. and then left and didn't celebrate with Paige. And, of course not. Yeah, it was good though. It was fine. Uh, Tony Schiavone uh, went to interview the Young Bucks. And uh, Nick refuses to come out, but Matt does and like apologizes and says, look, we're trying, we'll do better. You know, we're we're not these dicks. Um, But, and then Tony keeps asking, well, he asks about a question about FTR and Matt's like, look, can we not talk about FTR? Like, I don't want to talk about them. And then Tony asks another one (laughs) about about FTR. And so Matt, the FDR, the tag team champions. Yeah. So Matt tries to grab his phone and, or he takes, he takes his phone and fucking slams it up against the wall and then throws the in the money for the upgrade and walks away. He tried to tug it into his pocket and his jacket. And the oh yeah, fake. the pocket was like it's not even a real pocket. He just <laughs> threw it at Tony and walks yeah. away right. back into the locker room. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. And we got TNT Championship. Woo! Exalted one, Brody Lee. Mr. Brody Lee. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
taking on Orange Cassidy. Yeah, this was a fun match, too. But Mr. Brody mm-hmm. Lee picks up the victory in the end. Yeah, he does. Some, uh, Still champion. Yeah. A little bit of shenanigans from the Dark Order. Yeah, of course. Um, a little bit. But afterwards, lights go out. And Cody Rhodes' music hits. He yeah. is back. I wasn't Looking super excited for this personally. But yeah, yeah, he dyed his hair black, which is a different look. Right. And he's so wearing, used to the blonde. Yeah. So. But yeah, I, would, I don't know. I wasn't ready yeah. for Cody to come back yet. Right. He just left. Like, it's only been four weeks of TV. Right. Yeah, it wasn't long enough. He just left to do his TV show and... Came right back. Yeah. Um... And then we go backstage, and after a commercial, and Brody Lee's like freaking out that yeah he's only been gone for five weeks, um, you know, and he's gonna beat the shit out of him. Like, didn't you see what I did to your brother? Right? Did you see what Anna did to your wife? Like, uh, I'm gonna fuck you, you know, up too. What kind of man are you to that? <laughs> this was the best. What kind of Man allows his wife to post Instagram thirst traps <laughs> while calling me daddy. Right. Like, that was, yeah. That was really good. That was good. Um, so. And then Matt Hardy and Private Party head to the ring. Um, and the inner circle. Interrupt. Interrupt. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys from Private Party end up challenging Jericho to a match next week. Quinn starts to, and then yeah. Isaiah Cassidy does instead. Yeah, and they were not. I mean, I'm glad they're giving these guys time. Hopefully, it gets them more comfortable on the mic. But they're, they're not very not good. Yeah, right. They need, right. They need now. some help. They need some practice. Yeah. They need time. So being with Matt, that should help a lot. Yeah, he's not the best speaker in the world, but yeah. I mean, he is not. He is better when he's in his characters. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, um, he can help him though. Yeah. He's got experience. He's been doing this for a long fucking time. Mm-hmm. So just like Crazy Charlie. Crazy Charlie. Um so Shivani interviews FTR and Tully in the ring. And Tully says basically normally, you know, world title matches are sixty minute time limit. And he got the rules changed that on television, it'll only be a 20-minute time limit. And FTR is going to defend, and, but they get to pick who they defend against. So it's the 20-minute brush with greatness. Yeah. So next week, they're going to take on SCU. SCU. Um, but, you know, best be friends. Taz and Scorpio, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Well, we'll see. Um, but... You know, they won't take on the best friends, even though the best friends are number one contenders. The best friends come down. Right. Yeah. There's some stuff. They pretend so. like they're going to fight, but then FTR's like, yeah, you know what? No, no. we're not going to fight you guys tonight. Maybe you guys just weeks. had a rough fight, so we'll let you heal up and be 100%. Maybe in a few weeks. And they leave. So. Yep. Yep. Uh, we got a tag match, mm-hmm. women's tag match. Eva Lise and Diamante taking on Thunder Rosa and Hikaru Shida. This was fun. It was fun seeing Shida and, and Thunder Rosa work together, and yeah. they actually picked up the victory here at mm-hmm. the end of the day, too. Yeah, I just... I don't think they should have, but they yeah. did. There's something... I think Eva Lise and Diamante came into this company with such a chip on their shoulder, and they're just kind of being dicks, is what it seems like, and they're not working well with like anybody. It might be. And, Except for each other. Yeah. And so, I don't know. 
But, because there was some awkward things in this match. Yeah, there were a few. So, there were, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. And... Oh, Jericho was backstage, and he accepted... Um, he accepted the challenge for next week. And then MJF walks up. And they're like... And they're like, you know, I watched the show last week. You know, why'd you call me a loser? Like, I wasn't calling you a loser. Uh, see, MJF was calling the limo driver a loser. Right. And Jericho was calling Skiavone a loser. Right. So. They're both probably right. And then. Um, like, I like that guy. Yeah. Like, you're all right. Which. Yeah. Uh, it's good. MJF tweeted out shortly after that, too. Yeah. Like, I really like that guy. Yeah. So I'm interested to see what happens here. I've been interested since the first time these guys interacted, like six months ago or whatever the fuck it was. I think it was before the pandemic. What I... Honestly, you know what I want to see? I want to see MJF join the inner circle, but then we get a Jericho, slow Jericho face turn, and MJF becomes the leader of the inner circle and kicks Jericho Jericho out. That'd be neat. Yeah. And then we get a Jericho face run for a little bit. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Fuck it. He's got one more good run in yep. it before he goes. And then our main event. Main event. Uh, Death Rider, John Moxley. Coming in as here AEW yeah. World Heavyweight Champion. Taking on the King, Eddie fucking Kingston. This was a fun fucking match. Yeah, Hard hitting. These guys are the same person, but from different parts of the United States. Right. New York they versus really Middle are. West. They really are. And like they, Hard hitting. This was like if you if, if you buds out there are ever curious if you want to watch G one matches, go check out this match. Because yeah. this is the closest This had a G one feel to Yeah, it. this is the closest thing I've seen to a G one match on American soil in a very long time. Like this was really good. Didn't they have you know Two days of the G1 in America last year? <laughs> Just saying. Okay. This is... <laughs> Fuck you. Because they did. Okay. I'm pretty they sure. did. They did. I thought so. So this is the closest thing... Other than those. Other than not New Japan. To a G1 match. Yeah. I'll give it to you. But what? that was Dynamite. Yeah, it was the closest non G one match to being a G one match yeah. I've ever seen. It was a good episode. I liked it. Yeah, it wasn't as strong as the week before, but it was still pretty good. Agreed. So we're actually gonna take a break. Cause I have to go to the bathroom. So. Okay. NXT cousin cousin. NXT. Uh, we started off with a women's championship number one contender battle royal. We did. Which included me, Shotzi Blackheart, Aaliyah. Caden Carter, Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez, Indy Hartwell, Gia, Catalina, Raven, Ellie, not that Raven, Ellie, Marina Shafir, Avery, Taylor, Rita, Casey Catanzaro, Zia Lee, Candice LeRae, and Rhea Ripley. Okay, let's do a timeout. You said not that Raven. So it's not the It's So Raven. So it's the wrestler Raven? No. Like I'm, Johnny Polo Raven? No, it's not that Raven. It's not that Raven. Oh. It's not the guy Raven. It's the female. So it is right. the It's So Raven Raven. Yeah, it's the female Raven. Well, not that Raven. Oh. I don't know. It's There's a, another it's a Raven. wrestler Raven. I didn't know there was a wrestler named Raven that wrestled on NXT. Me either. Huh. I don't know. 
That's why I'm confused, I guess. Yeah. I didn't know this was a thing that existed. Me either. Like, I don't know Raven. I don't know Ellie. I don't know Gia. I don't know Avery or Taylor or Rita. And this is what they put on first to start the fucking show? What the well, fuck? Yeah, it's the number one contender. Those women didn't matter. They all went out quick. And they like, shouldn't have been. This shouldn't have been the first thing on TV. And, like, all the shitty women were in the ring already. And then they got entrances for a couple of the good ones. Um, Who won? But it comes down to Candace and uh, Shotzi. Candace wins. And Candace ends up picking up the win. So she will face Io Shirai at the next takeover. Me too. So, yeah. No, wait, no, no. And Johnny next... came down to celebrate with her afterwards. Johnny Wrestling? No, Johnny kick him in the ding ding. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know that guy. Yeah. And then he kicked Candace in her ding ding. Got his toe stuck. <laughs> Poor guy. At least he uh, took his shoes off first. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Gotta give it a tickle while you're kicking it. Right? That's I guess you got, do. That's how he got his toe stuck. Was um, it his big toe that got stuck? Yeah. I imagine. Well, yeah. I assumed. I just didn't want to make any assumptions yeah. here. So. Yeah. Cool. And then afterwards... Uh, it was actually like a Chinese finger trap. Gotcha. <laughs> One in each side? Yeah. Yeah. And they got stuck. I hate when that happens. Yeah. They had to get escorted to the hospital. Uh, none of that happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, Damien Priest got interviewed about facing, uh, I don't know. There's some stuff. I don't know. <laughs> Damien Priest got interviewed about facing stuff. Uh, for some reason about facing Gargano, but the... I don't know. Oh, and then he's going to face Austin Theory tonight. Okay. So, whatever. Right. And then he invites... Then he says he's going to win, um, obviously, and then he invites Schreiber to the after party. I would, too. Why not? Right. As long as it's not in the hot tub, or if it is, he needs to take his gear off first this time before right. he gets in the hot tub. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the plan. Invite her. Get in the take all the tub, clothes off. Take all the clothes off. Yeah. Um. And then we get a back se- or we get a segment earlier in the day with um. Fandango dressed as Sherlock Holmes. Oh yeah, this is where he's setting up the next number one contenders match. Yeah. Where basically they're gonna have one person from each team join together against. Another team made up of two mm-hmm. people from two different teams. Yeah. And then the winners of those, their individual teams will face each other to become the number one contender. Correct. So the first team was Roddy Strong and... Who was his day partner? Or, I don't remember well, who was who. We'll get there. There's some stuff in between. Oh, okay. The match. So that was just the announcement of the tournament. Okay, gotcha. And then we got Champa taking on Jake Atlas next. Okay. And... uh Champa ends up picking up. Of course he does. He fucking crushed Jake Atlas. I saw a couple highlights of this match, and uh, Champa looked good as always. He's one of the best wrestlers in the world, though. For sure. Like in ring. Okay, then we got our first match of the tournament. Okay. Thing. Um, So it's Raul Mendoza and Fabian Eichner. Okay. Taking on Danny Birch and Roddy Strong. There you go. 
So, yeah. Yeah, Danny Birch and Roddy Strong pick up right. the victory. So that means, I guess, next week we're going to have Roddy and... And Fish. And Bobby Fish taking on... Oni and Danny Birch. And Danny Birch, right. And then the winner of that will face Brizongo at TakeOver. Correct. So, um... I'm glad Undisputed Air is still yeah. around and in the title pitchers. And mm-hmm. Yeah. They're not as high profile as they were in 2019, but they're still, you know, top of the card where they should be, and they're still doing stuff and having stories and whatnot. So, right. I like it. Yeah. Okay. So then what do we have after the tag match, BJ? Austin Theory taking on Damian Priest. I thought Austin Theory wrestled... Who wrestled Ciampa? I'm sorry. I'm confused. Jake Atlas. Okay, I can. I got names mixed up. Yeah. They're two different people. Yeah. Completely different. Jake okay, gotcha. Yeah. And then Austin Theory took on took Damian on Priest. Damian Priest right. and Damian Priest picked Correct. up that victory. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I saw the end of that match. Right. And win. And then uh, Johnny Gargano comes up and super kicks Priest afterwards. Yeah, because they're feuding, so... Right. We're and they're gonna face, going to Yeah, obviously. they're going to face a takeover, I think. Yeah, I'm um, pretty sure that's when their match is supposed yeah. to be. Then, we got an interesting video package. Okay. Um, it was someone like... You know how there's that fabled warehouse? It looked like they were in the warehouse. Yeah. I've seen parts of it. Yeah. Um, there were some so videos yeah, with... I guess it's not fabled, it's real. There's videos with uh, <laughs> Sean Moody and... Mm-hmm. Rosenbaum, maybe, Something. where they were going through. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on the network. But anyway, so they're yes. there, and he's saying, the, he's saying that he's coming back to take what's he, his, and then there's like this NXT championship. Um, like the old school one? Yeah, I think. The big X? Yeah. In the in a glass case, and he like pecks it up, and he's like, you know, this was mine before, and I'm coming back to take it again. So. Huh. There's only three people it could be. Who's not already on the roster. Correct. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Sami Zayn. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Sami Zayn held it. Yeah. Because Owens took it from Zayn. So four. Yeah. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Samoa Joe, and... Oh, and Bob... No, there's five. And Bobby Roode. And Seth Rollins. And Bo Dallas. And Seth Rollins. And Seth Rollins. It's not Seth Rollins. Um... I hope it's Bo Dallas. The rumor is Bo, Bo Dallas. That's Everyone's what I hope. it's Bo, Bo Dallas. So. Like, Bo Dallas is another one of those guys I feel like's really fucking good, and they just don't mm-hmm. use him because he got the not as good gimmick as his brother. Right. Right. Basically. But, yeah. It was... So, we'll see. Yeah, we shall see. Um, and then... Ridge Holland took on Antonio De Luca next. I don't know that guy. I know Ridge. I don't know this yeah. Antonio De Luca. Joke. Yeah, it was a basic swap match. Nice for Ridge Holland. So. Gotcha. <laughs> Which they needed because they yeah, because they him brought so him up and built him up this this just big guy, and so then he just quick. lose like what three or four matches in a row. Right. Granted, it's a big name guys, but. Still. But it's because they think in WWE that gives guy the rub to lose to some big name star, and it doesn't. It just makes you another guy who lost to a big name star. Yeah. All right, and then we got our main event. Main event. Number one contender NXT Championship Gauntlet Eliminator match. Okay. So this is a Gauntlet match. 
Well, it's not really. It was... I know who won, but I don't know any of the details. Yeah, it's a gauntlet and eliminator. So basically, it's like Royal Rumble rules. There's a countdown. They come Guys down. There, but you can only... But you can get eliminated whenever. So Right, and by pinfall or submission as well. Yeah, right. It's not over-the-top battle royale. Right, right. I'm just let the buzz know. Yeah. I know you know. So it's Kushida. We started with Kushida versus Kyle O'Reilly. And then Bronson Reed came next. And then Kushida got eliminated by Bronson Reed. And then Timothy Thatcher came down. And then Cameron Grimes showed up. Mm-hmm. So we have, yeah, four or all four of the five. Um, Kushida's the first one, only one gone. So Right. And they're all in there. And then Bronson Reed ends up getting eliminated by Kyle O'Reilly. Um, I like Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, and then Timothy Thatcher got eliminated by Kyle O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. And then Kyle O'Reilly picks up the win over Cameron Grimes. Yep, and he's your number one contender. And I saw Adam Cole came mm-hmm. out to celebrate with him. Yeah, and uh, Balor came to the top and gave him the gun. So That, Balor versus O'Reilly, dude? Mm-hmm. It's gonna be I've watched them wrestle... I don't know, in fucking Ireland or somewhere in a right. fucking teeny tiny little ring surrounded yeah. by like 45, 50 people. Right. And it was fucking fantastic. I can't imagine what this is going to be like right. on a takeover surrounded by like 45, 50 people. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be great. <laughs> I actually didn't even mean to make that joke when I started this, I but it just popped in my head at the yeah. last second I there. Was thinking that too. But that's going to take us on to SmackDown Live, sister, sister. sister. And that's only got a few episodes. Gonna left. be up to BJ because I don't know what happened. I didn't watch SmackDown yeah. Live. I know I a little bit. You told me when you got here. Yeah, I watched some clips. Um, so we started off with something stupid, really stupid. They are having a title ascension ceremony. Okay. So basically, it's AJ Styles, Sami Zayn, and Jeff Hardy coming down. With ladders surrounding the ring, and they talk for a little bit, and then Sami Zayn and Jeff Hardy put their titles on the little clippy thing, and then it gets raised up. And that was the Ascension Ceremony. It was stupid. So then what, the belts just hang there until the pay-per-view? Apparently. I mean, it's only two days, so... Right. And then, Actually, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I mean, the execution might have been poor, but yeah. as far as what you just said, yeah, I like that idea. Right. The I think that's kind of neat. Yeah. Especially when you're you're in the same arena, everybody knows you're in the same arena, so it's not some kayfabe thing where it just magically appears in a different city above right. the ring. Like this, right. I like this. I think it's cool. Yeah. Execution might have sucked, but I like that. Yeah, because then afterwards, like Sammy's being a dick, like Sammy does, and then apparently, I mean, the guy that runs both shows now, Adam Pierce, comes down. Oh, he's on SmackDown too now. Yeah, We're good. Okay, yeah, I thought that was only like a temporary thing because whatever. Okay, I don't know. Adam Pierce apparently is the guy running both shows now. Um, whatever. There's no explanation for it except for Vince McMahon told him to do something one time. And on WWE screen. needs a GM, dude. You know that. I know they suck without one. He's been better than like anything the past decade, but at least as far as GM stuff goes, yeah, because yeah. he's not really doing. He's just like coming down and announcing shit. I don't know, the anonymous GM was pretty dope when Hornswoggle was under the ring telling everybody what to do. Jesus Christ. That was pretty dope. Uh, but anyway, so Sammy's being a dick, so Adam Pierce comes down and is like, you guys are just going to have a regular triple threat tonight. Boo. Which is stupid, but 
It's AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, and Sami Zayn. So, obviously, it was still a fantastic match. Even though it didn't right. happen or, you know. It's just stupid because then it's like, okay, and then they're going to wrestle again at the pay-per-view. So, why the fuck have them? But, and we were talking about right. this. It's because back in the day, they were always building to something. And now there's no one thing to build towards. Mm-hmm. Like, everything needs to be built equally. So, everything gets built equally. So, nothing sticks out. So, nothing's more important to watch than anything right. else. So I just don't watch any of it. Yeah. Especially during G1 season. Yeah. Um, but Sami Zayn picks up the win, too, in the triple threat. Nice. And then, uh, but AJ ends up standing tall, and he climbed the ladder and grabbed both titles. Okay. Ooh. Fuck the Ascension Ceremony. Right. Yeah. Just, oh. So, um... You just settle on the table, it's fine. Okay. Uh, Yeah. So, it's kind of confusing. I mean, we'll get, when we get to Wants and Wills, I'll let you know, but my thoughts on who, how this is going to end, but. Right. Um, all right. Then we got some, I don't know. This is getting really weird. So, Caleb Braxton's backstage with Otis and Tucker, and Otis, um, I don't know. Talks about like carnival clowns and milk and lawyers or something. Um, and then the Miz and Morrison say that, uh, come and talk about the fucking lawsuit because they're suing Otis and Tucker. Okay. I don't know. It's weird. That is weird. Um, who fucking knows? Yeah. And then. Actually, before you go into them, how much longer do you think they're going to let Otis and Tucker stay together when it's quite obvious that they're making Otis the star of this group? I don't know. Because of his character, his personality? Yeah, I don't know. I hope for a while, but I kind of feel bad for Tucker in this one. Yeah, I do too. But, you know, fuck it. Hopefully he realizes it for what it is and just enjoying the ride Mm -hmm. while it lasts and then. Yeah. Because they're not going to let him do shit while he's with Otis. Until they separate him, he doesn't really have a chance of doing anything. Mm. And if he starts to get himself over somehow, they're just going to shove him right back down because that's what WWE mm. does. Except for a couple cases where they tried to and failed, like Daniel Bryan, yeah. Kofi Kingston, yeah. the two that come to mind. But that's they're not building stars anymore. They're building a brand. Right. And exactly. it's not working. Nope. Nope. Um, we didn't turn in to Tune into Monday Night Raw in the '90s. We tuned in for Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock in the '90s. Right, like, right. Yeah, it's like I mean, yeah, it's like all shows, like a lot of shows. They're trying to be like football. No, but Vince McMahon is butthurt that the last couple guys he made big stars went and made bigger stars without him elsewhere yeah, and left him behind. And now John Cena's doing the same thing, and mm-hmm. he's like, you know what? Fuck this! I'm not building anymore, guys. Yeah. I'm going to build the brand. We're going to make the Bell Giant fucking logos, pal. God damn. I don't know, though. With SmackDown, he's definitely building a star. But anyway. uh, We'll get there. Yes. We'll get there. They've been trying to build that one for a long time. So, Um, Bailey comes to the ring. And the cool thing is she's still carrying the chair that she attacks Sasha with. Which is kind of funny. That is neat. Um, It's an important chair, man. Yeah. It's got sentimental value. Yeah. And then she cuts a promo on... Well, she kind of, like, brushes off Sasha. Me too. And she's like, I'm not going to sit here and talk about Sasha. I I got a match on Sunday. I'm going to... I need to talk about Nikki. And 
Yes. Yeah, because she does. She has to defend against Miss Cross here. She's like, Sunday Clash Champions. Nikki's nuts. I'm going to fucking beat her. I'm nuts too. And yeah. Yeah. I guess it was a good promo, though. Fair enough. So. um, And then Shinsuke Nakamura took on Grand Metalik. Nice. And Shinsuke ends up picking up the win. Okay. Um, And there was more shit between, more teasing between Lucha House Party breaking up. Gotcha. Yeah. Which I want them to break up because I want to see that triple threat match. <laughs> like, that's what I want to see. Right. I mean, yeah. Three dope luches. Yeah. And Grand Metal League's like the best. Yes. So. Um, Jey Uso comes to the ring and says that, you know, I watched back last week's show. I saw you the, the look you gave me. Roman after I went up the ramp like what's that all about come fucking talk to me like let me know mm-hmm. and then Paul Heyman shows up on the screen and Heyman's like look you're talking to Roman Reigns the tribal chief will come tell you or he will t- uh, talk to you when he wants to talk to you nice and yeah I like that mm-hmm. uh, and then we got Matt Riddle versus Baron Corbin. Okay. Fucking stupid. Why not? Because Baron Corbin picks up the clean-ass win with End of Days in the middle of the ring over Matt Riddle. Take that, Matt Riddle. Like, what the fuck? Vince doesn't like Matt Riddle. Yeah. And then Matt Riddle... um, I don't see see Matt Riddle ever getting over with Vince around. Ever. I don't either. Ever. Which sucks. But... He does cut a promo afterwards that says this sucks, but like I'm gonna grind until SmackDown is the bro show. Right. So maybe they're just gonna give him I I don't know. It's WWE, so I don't trust him to do it, but if they tell the right story and build him up right, I feel like that's maybe where they're going with this. That would be cool. But I'm not gonna hold my breath. And I have I do have more hope with it because it's on SmackDown and the way SmackDown's been going lately. Yeah, it's at least been better than Raw, so... But... So I'm with you. I don't know. I feel like some weeks it's been better than NXT. And I hate to say it, but it has. NXT's lost all of its charm. Yeah. It's lost what made it so special. Right. And it's just like WWE Jr. Yeah. But between these next two storylines we're going to talk about, like, they've been making SmackDown, and they've been fantastic. Right. Because Alexa Bliss is going to take on Lacey Evans next. Mm-hmm. And right before the commercial break, you hear uh, Bray Wyatt start laughing. And Alexa kind of looks confused. Uh, we go to commercial, come back. They wrestle a little bit more. And then all of a sudden, the lights, like, flicker red, like The Fiend does, you know? And I do know. Um, Alexa just fucking flips. Yep. Like she's got this possessed look in her eye, and um, she ends up like throughout the match, like her hair's all messed up, and ends up um, getting Lacey in the ropes, kicking the shit out of her, and getting disqualified. Takes her on the outside, hits another sister, Abigail. Uh, from what we've seen from Alexa Bliss yeah. in this storyline from basically WrestleMania until now, she mm-hmm. needs to become an actress when she's done wrestling. Yeah. 
Because she's good. She is good. She's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, as she walks off... Um, oh, then the lights turn red after the sister Abigail, and you hear the fiend say, let me in, and a little bit of laugh as Alexa starts walking off. And then Paul Roman's music hits. Mm-hmm. It's time, you know, he feels like it's time. But as he walks out, he passes Alexa holding the title on the ring, and Alexa just looks back at him and gives him this glare like, the fiend's gonna fucking kill you. Yep. And... The fiend's gonna take his belt back, bitch. Right. And the way that was shot... I saw the picture. Yeah. It was fucking dope. It, like, it was really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I'm guessing Roman's the and main then, event? Yeah, Roman... Yeah. Main event! Roman comes down to the ring, and uh, Paul Heyman starts to grab the mic, but... Roman takes it out of his hands, and Jake uh, comes to the top of the ramp, or ramp, and Reigns cut, just, Reigns and Uso both cut a hell of a promo. Can you imagine where Roman Reigns would be today if they would have just let him do this, like, what, five years ago, or whenever they started his push? Right, right. When... When everybody was booing him, when he was celebrating with The Rock, Mm -hmm. whatever, 32, the Mania before 32, or was that Rumble before 32? Yeah. Whatever that was. I think it was Rumble before WrestleMania 32. 31 or 32. Whatever it was, Roman Reigns right then and there should have fucking turned on The Rock. Yeah. And we should be getting the Roman Reigns then that we're seeing now. Imagine where Roman... He would be the biggest baby face in the WWE right now, without question. If you gave him a year or two, yeah, as a heel there... Um, it probably would have. I. I. And I imagine it's going to be the same with this. And you could have still done the same because come thirty three, could you imagine heel Roman taking on the Undertaker at that time and how better that could have been? Yep. But and two two years would have automatically turned him face. Yeah. It would have been enough to get yep. him over with the crowd to turn him face. Now it might take longer because there is yep. no crowd, so it right. might take a little bit longer to make that turn and once that, the crowd comes back. Honestly, it could have maybe only been a year because. You have him beat the Undertaker at WrestleMania as a heel at thirty three, right? At thirty three, and you have the Undertaker come out that Monday and show his respect for Roman beating him. Could you imagine if that's how Raw started instead of us yelling "fuck you, Roman" and booing right. him out of the arena for twenty minutes, right? Which was nuts. Instead, it was the Undertaker getting over Roman Reigns and getting one of the loudest pops. And cheers. I mean, that was the second opportunity they had to actually turn him heel was when mm-hmm. we booed him out of the fucking arena yeah. after fucking WrestleMania 33. Yeah. But anyways. Anyway. So. Jay but anyway, he comes down. Or, yeah. Roman and Jay both cut amazing promos. So Roman goes off and he's like, look, Jay, you know, you're loved in this family. You're, you know, you're part of one of the greatest tag teams ever. Um, but that's what you are. You're, you know, the family's proud of you for being a tag team, but that's That's what what you are. That's all you'll ever be. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't deserve this stage. Nope. And, um, and he's like, yeah, you'll just, um, so, you know, show up, get your payday. I think that, yeah, that was a show up, get your payday, get your beaten, and that you that you want, and uh, then go back to the yeah, then go back to your tag teams, and then Jay gets on the mic, 
And he's like, well, why? Why can't it be my time? You know? He's like, and you, you felt for the dude. Like, he's like, you know, all my life, it, it, the question's been, which one is that? And this Sunday, after I beat you, Roman, for that universal title, they'll know that I am Jey Uso. Everybody beat Roman knows. Reigns. His brother knows yeah. who he is because of his That's brother. True. Everybody knows which one's which. Right. See, the drunk or not. Right. He's not. But. But I get it. But anyway. I can imagine was, that. For it was amazing between. between two of them. And like, if you would have told me at the beginning of 2020 that in September I would be excited to see Jey Uso take on Roman Reigns for, for the, the universal devil. title. Right. I would have called you a fucking liar. And here we are. Yeah. And here we are. And I am stoked. I am stoked for this match more than any match on that. The ladder match. The ladder match. So two second more. The ladder match is the only reason I'm even putting the show on Sunday. So. Yeah. But yeah, that makes us move on to, even though this is not technically in order for our recaps, no. but because there's four days to cover, we're just going to do these at the end of the week. NWNW. Wow. New Japan Pro Wrestling G1 Climax 30 tournament began Sunday last week, I think. Yeah. Something like that. Saturday last week. Yeah, Saturday. And so we've got four days in already, two days per A block, mm-hmm. two days for the B block, and I'm going to kind of run you through here real quick. Mm-hmm. So, A block, day one, Will Ospreay defeated Yojiro Takahashi, uh, the Tokyo Pimp, yep. in a pretty solid match. Uh, Tai Chi defeated Jeff Cobb. I expected Jeff Cobb to pick up the victory here. This was a really good match, actually. I really like this match a lot. Nice. Uh, my favorite match of the night, Minoru Suzuki picked up the victory over Tomohiro Ishii. I'm stoked to see this. Um, what would have been the best night, the best match of the night with a better finish, Jay White defeated Shingo Takaji. That should have been match of the night, but it was just Jay White's match endings are so predictable which sucks because he's one of the best heels in the business at what he does and then the main event of G1 Climax 30 Day 1 A block Kota Ibushi defeated uh, one Okada 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 so yeah again if there's a a match from night one you need to go back and watch it's definitely the match between Minoru Suzuki and Ishii Um, I mean you guys have seen these if you've seen them wrestle before, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Night two moves us over to the B block. Over here, we started off with Juice Robinson take picking up his first victory of the tournament over Yoshihashi. Yeah, he did. Uh, we also had Yano picking up a victory over Sonata. Um, and in Yano's style, this was not a what you'd call a clean victory. Right. He ended up taping Sonata to another person, uh, a young lion, out in the aisle way and got yeah. ran back to the ring before the 20 count and Sonata <laughs> couldn't three-legged man whatever That's run great. with the other guy and won. So, yeah, definitely worth watching that one, buds. Um, hell of a fucking match. Kenta picking up his first victory against Hiroki Goto. I guess it has to be his first victory. It's their first matches. Right. Um... Uh, BJ, one of your favorites, Zack Sabre Jr. picks up the victory over former heavyweight champion Evil. And then in the match of the evening, in my opinion, uh, Naito, current world champion and intercontinental champion, 
defeated the former ace of New Japan Wrestling, Tanahashi. Stupid sexy Tanahashi. So I'm just going to throw this in here. I know it's not going to happen. But boy, do I want it to be an Ishii Zack Sabre Jr. final. I want to talk about making some quick predictions after we get through all four nights and I go through the records. So okay. so we'll do, actually we'll do after each day so we do each block separately. So A block, night two, the only two nights we have. Uh, Jeff Cobb defeated Shingo Takaji. Uh, and then we saw Okada pick up the win over Yujiro Takahashi, which no surprise there. That's Tokyo pimp down, went down to mm-hmm. Okada. Uh, tai Chi defeated Minoru Suzuki in a hell of a fucking match. Um, and then I don't know which match was better, honestly. We had Will Ospreay pick up the victory over Tomohiro Ishii. And then we had Jay White pick up the win over Kota Ibushi. So standings in the A block, we have tied at four points, a three-way tie at four points, undefeated Jay White, Tai Chi, and Will Ospreay so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then one and one at two points apiece. It's another three four-way tie between Kota Ibushi, Minoru Suzuki, Okada, and Jeff Cobb. Mm-hmm. And then last with zero points, we have Takahashi, Ishii, and Shingo Takaji. So who are you thinking in the A block, BJ? Who are you thinking? Do you think it's one of the currently undefeated guys with White, Taichi, or Osprey? Or are you going with one of the underdogs right now, like an Ishii or a Takaji? Or maybe even the Tokyo Pimp coming back from nothing? Well, like I said, I want Ishii. He's That's your my one? one. Okay, Ishii's your one coming back from zero points two yeah. days in, which is doable. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it's, yeah, but that's my one. Okay. Um, Who do you think will? God, I don't know, man. <laughs> B-Block's easier, in my opinion, this year. Yeah. Um, I just don't know where they're going. Like, I don't know. I don't either, and since I don't have a clue where they're going for storylines, my yeah. want my want is Minoru Suzuki. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just want Ishii. I think, like, after last year's and then this, you know, so far this year, he's just one of the most consistent guys there, and I think he deserves something, man. Like, that push him to that next level. Like, right. Ishii's so fucking good. Agreed. Um... I'm gonna. I think Kota Ibushi is gonna take the A block this year. Actually, I think I'm gonna. It might be Jay White again. I could see that too. I'm gonna go with Jay White right okay. now. We should do this each week as it. I'm progresses. down. We'll do it each week of the of the podcast. Like, yeah, as it progresses, then we can. Yeah. Okay. B block. All right, then that takes us on. Yeah, to night four of the B block. So we start off with Hiroki Go Goto Gofo. Goto defeating Mofo. Sonata. Um, That'd be my wrestling name, Hiroki Go Mofo. And then we had Yano defeat Tanahashi in the match of the night. And all crazy. I'm gonna say is that Yano did this. He beat him blindfolded. Yeah. Tanahashi blindfolded Yano, and Yano won the match. Go watch this one. It's gonna, worth yeah. it's worth your 999 yen, buds. Yes. Uh, Juice Robinson defeated Kenta. Which really surprised me, but this match was also fucking awesome. Nice. Uh, Evil defeated Yoshihashi in what was probably my favorite Yoshihashi match I've ever mm-hmm. seen. And then what actually really was the best match of the night, uh, Naito defeated Zack Sabre Jr. 
So updated standings of the B block. We also have a three-way undefeated tie at the top of the B block with Naito, Yano, and Juice Robinson. What the fuck? Uh, two points apiece for Zack Sabre Jr., Kento, Goto, and Evil. And then the three-way tie for last between Yoshihashi, Sonata, and Tanahashi. No points. Two matches in. That doesn't surprise me. I think that's Tanahashi's story right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's already been the star. He's obviously not now. He's on his way out. He's getting older. He's had more injuries lately. He's worked through them mm-hmm. the last couple of years, but I think you're going to see him put more work in to put guys over yeah. these days. Yeah. Uh, the will of this block is easy. Naito is going to win this. Yeah. Uh, who do I want at this point? Honestly, I would joke and say Yano because it's I was gonna say Yano. I have two, but no joke. I want Juice to win this. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say like right looking at this, like I want, I want Juice, I want Yano, and I want Zack Saber Junior. So like, like, as far as each match goes, as far as like if I took an average match of who I yeah. like the best, Ishii's my favorite guy from A Block right now because mm-hmm. over the two matches he's been consistently the best. Yeah. And Juice is my guy over the B Block so yeah. far. He's been consistently the best. Yeah. I just I but yeah, I like the Zack Sabre Jr.'s been fucking solid right. too this tournament. Yeah. I honestly like the idea of Naito winning the whole thing this year and then choosing his opponent at Wrestle Kingdom. That would be cool. Because that hasn't happened in a while. Yeah. And I'd like to see it. And speaking of Naito, that takes us on to number 40. Yeah. In the top 100 of the last decade countdown. And number 40 happens to be Naito. My match is from 2018. When was yours from, BJ? Mine was 2016. So you get to go first. All right. Um, I watched Naito take on Jay Lethal. Okay. Uh, from Ring of Honor in 2016. Uh, Evil was at Ring Sign. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he was LIJ back in those days. Yeah. Yeah. This was before he turned on him and went to the right. Bullet Club. Yeah. Won the titles. Um, but yeah. So, no, hell of a match. Um, fucking great match. Mm-hmm. And. I, um, Naito ended up picking up, or no, who did win? Fuck, I don't remember who won. Fair enough. I think Jay Lethal won. Jay Lethal won. He did win. Because, yeah, he overcame, because it was in Ring of Honor. Right. He overcame all, like, the shenanigans and stuff. Good for him. uh, I'm glad he did. Evil, and, yeah, and I think this was... They were trying to make him the number one contender. That makes sense. So yeah, and where's he going on the list, BJ? Is he number one? I don't think. Does he go ahead and Nick Aldis? So I said that no. I so I said this off air, um, but he the 2010s was the rise of Naito. The 2020s are going to be like the rule of Naito. You know, he right. literally reached the peak three days out of this decade. He finally got it. Right. And then became double champ. Mm-hmm. Like, so. And he deserved it the last time, according right. to a lot of New Japan fans. Yeah. The last time he won. Oh, he did. He should have been the champion. Jesus Christ, he did. We were rooting for him so hard. I remember. At that Wrestle Kingdom. He was so. Like, that was our first Wrestle Kingdom, I think. Yeah, I think so. And two years ago, or well, two and a half 
years yeah. ago or whatever. Two Wrestle Kingdoms ago. Right. Right. And, um... Because we've watched three now. Yeah. But, no, I think he... Mm, Jesus Christ. I know, this is really hard. He's been everywhere and so good and so close to that pinnacle, but he wasn't there. So does he, like... Does he fall behind CM Punk in between him and Matt Hardy at this decade? Does he fall somewhere in between there? Does he belong right behind Nick Aldis? I understand your dilemma. So, I... I'm just going to leave it there for this week? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to start with my match first. I usually go with where I think placement after you do, but I want to do my match first and then talk about, because ours are going to... I'm a little bit more... A little bit more certain where I'm putting him. Okay. Um, So, I watched Naito take on Sonata uh, from the G1 Climax 28. This was day 16, so right towards the end. Um, This was a fun match. It was about... 18 and a half minutes or so, so it wasn't super long, especially for a G1 match. Um, but this was the story basically of Tranquilo versus Tranquilo. Like yeah. they, like tried to outdo each other with their, you know, posing and their nonchalantness and, you mm-hmm. know, whatnot. It was really fun. Uh, Naito picked up the win. Uh, not surprising. Yeah. He's the leader of LIJ, so right. not surprising he picks up the win out of LIJ. Yeah, real fun match. Far as placement goes, yeah. so he's going ahead of um, CM Punk. Yeah. I don't know where from there though, but I do know for sure he's yeah. going to be as of right now. That puts him in the top five for me. Um, he's not one. I, I'm still unsure where though, but I can at least put him in there because for me, like you know, Matt Hardy. Yeah, he was great throughout the 2010s, but Matt's a legend. Yeah. Like. He also was more Indies 2010s and Indie-centric and didn't have quite the stage that Naito grew to in New Japan, which, you know, is arguably now number three overall after WWE and AEW, obviously. Right. Um, here in the States, at least. Right. So I think that puts him ahead a little bit more is the level of the stage on which he appeared when he was also doing Indies and all that shit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right. Uh, you are right as far as what you said off air and then repeated here is that yeah. you know the 2010s was the story of the rise of Naito and hopefully right. this decade's going to be the rule of Naito. Yeah. So I agree. Yep. So with that, let's get on to news and or rumors. And or I've rumors. only got a couple this week because I thought I saved stuff and read it and didn't. So how about that? Okay. Um, there's expected to only be one title change at Clash of Champions tonight. Freebuds out there. Tomorrow night for BJ and I. Mm-hmm. Um, so be surprised, really, if there's any more than two or more. So there you go. Yeah. Um, the Observer reported that it's believed that there was a coach at the Performance Center that was the original cause for the current COVID outbreak in WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, WWE has been pretty, been trying to keep things pretty quiet on as far as who's been impacted by this COVID outbreak. Yeah. And we don't have a full list of names, or at least I don't have a full list of names. Um, as BJ alluded to during the AW, there's also been an outbreak there. Uh, ben Carter, in particular, has had an mm-hmm. outbreak. Yeah. And also uh, Lance uh, Archer. Archer, as we talked about. And Serena Deeb. Yeah, thank you. I was trying to remember who the other one was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Serena Deeb has come out as, as also of yep. contracting COVID. And it's led to some talk I've seen on if some of these guys should be doing these indie shows. You know, you think about like Ben Carter. We saw him at the AIW, GCW yeah. shows and well, how strict their testing of, is versus. Yeah. They said that a lot of it came from the Warrior Wrestling okay. uh, indie show. So at least they know where it came from to do something about it. Yeah. 
And that's um, where someone canceled. Did I save that? Someone canceled their... Okay. I don't think I have it. Fair enough. Um, Bobby Fish suffered a minor knee injury training, which mm-hmm. is why he wasn't on TV this week. So oh. his is, re- is apparently not COVID-related. Mm-hmm. Um, Billy Kidman has apparently officially returned to working for the WWE. Yeah. So he's taking that. his old job back. Yeah. Good. And then the last thing I have, um, other than... The one, I, I just didn't want to bring it up, but we got some bad news to talk about, and I don't want to do it, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim Smallman is now apparently the head writer for NXT UK. Uh-oh. For you buds cool. who may not know who Jim Smallman is, he's one of the, basically, founders of Progress Wrestling. One of the three main guys that ran it for a long time. Yeah. And he left, uh, what, about a year, year and a half ago, I think? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, apparently now he's the head writer of UK, apparently. Uh, according to uh, the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. So that's the last thing I have, BJ. I don't know where you want to go from here, if you want to save the hard news for last or what you want to do. I'll start my news with the worst. (coughs) So, uh, yeah, this week we got some bad news. What was that, Tuesday, Wednesday? Tuesday. Tuesday. uh, Animal, Road Warrior, Animal, of Legion of Doom fame, Road Warriors fame, yeah, uh, has passed away at the age of 60. Um, Super sad, yeah. Up there with Hawk and uh, even L- all of LOG 2000, too. With, uh, yeah, Draws is there. Draws. Um, oh, wait, Draws is... Who would, who would have guessed? Draws is still alive, isn't he? No, not Draws. No. Um, Draws was in Legion of Doom. Oh, yeah, Doom Draws. Yeah. No. Who was the other? Ahmed Johnson was yeah. in Legion of Doom for a minute. He was playing know. shoulder pads one time. Yeah, there was something. But anyway, um, who would have thought Paul Ellering would be the last... Of those three, though. I mean, not mm-hmm. that surprising to me, I guess. I always thought Paul Erlering was older than he was, like, when we were younger. They did the whole, you know, doing the drugs and partying and yeah. alcoholing yeah. and yeah. Um, probably, probably steroids, yeah. I can't say, but I would And, imagine. like, the shittiest part about it, too, was, like, was the day before, well, yeah, and the day before was his anniversary. Oh, was it? Yeah, I didn't know that. Like his wedding anniversary. Yeah. That sucks. Um, but our condolences have, to his family. Yeah, for sure. And also, um, his last match ever. Do you know who his last match ever was against? Joey Ryan. No, I don't know. It was in WWE. Oh. Uh, Triple H. I have no clue. It was at... I do believe it was at Raw 1000. New Age Outlaws? No. Heath Slater. Oh. Remember he beat Heath, when Heath Slater was doing that run of getting beat up by Legends? You don't remember that? I don't remember that. Yeah. Yeah, because they did that run like right around... The lead up to Raw 1000 was him getting beat up by a bunch of Legends and then at Raw 1000... Like, all those legends beat him up. Was I watching Raw 1000? I thought you were. I don't know. Or maybe you started right after that. I don't remember that specifically. So, I, that's, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, as you know, I also drank the Oh, yeah, this was way days. before you. So, this was still, like, 2012? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was 2012. All right, fair enough. What else you got for us, BJ? Um, 
So as I kind of like talked about earlier, yeah, uh, Retribution has been great on Twitter, though. Yeah, that's true. Um, there's been some pretty funny stuff. So, <clears throat> and we also got an explanation on contracts. Yeah, at least they explained so it somewhere or another. It, it doesn't make sense, but whatever. So whatever. T-Bar said, WWE offered us contracts because it was financially cheaper than all of the security guards we kept injuring. We signed the contracts to pay for our hired guns to do our dirty work. Our goal is still to destroy our current employer, WWE. So. It's still kind of dumb, but at least mm-hmm. it's a reason. So. Right. And then Chris Jericho said, huh? And then T-Bar responded with a bunch of articles from Sturgis where a bunch of people got COVID and Jericho was performing. Yes. Like an idiot. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, okay. And Mia Yim, her name is Reckoning. Mm-hmm. That's what it is, Reckoning. I was close. Yeah. yeah. Um, T-Bar's still the best. Yeah. Slapjack's pretty good, though. It is. I don't know about Mace. Yeah. Uh, apparently, the Good Brothers, mm-hmm. Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, are getting their own variety show on Access TV. That's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So, that's pretty neat. I, I mean, imagine what, Rocky will be involved with it as well. Probably. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. What better thing? Like... It makes sense for those two yeah. guys to do a variety show. They're yeah. that kind of... Right. Comedy. And I guess, like, the higher-ups at Impact saw what they can do, and then they pitched an idea, and... There it is. They got a show Whoop, on it. There Access. it is. Whoop, so, there it is. Cool. Whoop, there it is. Yeah. Um, speaking of people getting their own TV shows, uh, I think we announced a while ago, so John Cena is going to be Peacemaker in the new Suicide Squad movie. We did mention that a while ago. Yeah. You can see it or hear it for free in the Bud right. every episode. Well, HBO All has previous signed, 44. Yeah. HBO has signed eight episodes to do a Peacemaker spinoff TV series. Starring yes. John Cena. So, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Eight. It's the magic number. Um, oh, no, it's not. Three's the magic number. Oh, there was also... This one's a little less sad, because I'm pretty sure she's like 98. Me too. But, uh... The, one of the former promoters for Glow. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. And... Um, I did hear this. A manager in Glow. And, obviously, the mother of Sylvester... And all the other, but uh, Jackie Stallone passed away this year. But she was ninety eight, so right, like, she's old as fuck, and she did a lot. But she did do like still said, She was part of Glow. Yeah, it still sucks. But yeah, her condolences to her family as well. Right to the Stallones. Correct. Uh, what else you got for us, BJ? Just a little fun fact: okay. uh, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson are both on Cameo. Uno, Evil Uno charges $50 for his cameo. Stu Grayson only charges 49 just to make sure he's still lesser than Evil Uno. Nice. Uh, I like that. Yeah. Uh, some happier news. Kylie Ray got engaged this past week. She did. I saw so, that on the interwebs. Um, I don't know who she's engaged to, but yeah. He's a wrestler guy, too. Um, I think. Yeah. T-Pain was asked his favorite wrestler on Twitter this week, and it is Xavier, Scott Steiner. It is Xavier Woods. Oh, no. that's Goldberg's favorite wrestler. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Roman Reigns says he actually wanted to start keep competing 
while he was going through his leukemia treatment, but his spleen ended up um, becoming enlarged, and any physical contact could have made it burst. Oh, so, yeah, it's probably a good thing he didn't wrestle him. Yeah. 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 Um, and then, let's see. Uh, AEW um, has now featured more than 70 different indie wrestlers on Dark since the pandemic started. Nice. Yeah. That's pretty good. And then, do you want the heartwarming news last? Yes. Last or the funny news Heartwarming last. last. Okay. So the funny news. we'll die this week, dude. Warm our hearts to finish this out. So the funny news is uh, the great Muda. Mm Mm-hmm. He is a celebrity sponsor for a company in Japan called Tenga. Okay. They are a uh, fleshlight company. Oh. So the great Muda is a sponsor for a fleshlight company. Fair enough. And I guess he does like voiceovers on some of their commercials. On the fleshlight commercials? Yeah. Oh, buy a fleshlight. Or or it's like a, oh no, it's a, no, it's a celebrity testimonial. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. He talks about how well it works. Right. Fair enough. What else you got for us? Yeah. I don't know. Um, After that, so all the heartwarming, the heartwarming to the heart. I'm glad we didn't. So end this on that. was really cool. <laughs> um, so Ken Shamrock yeah. is going to be inducted into the Impact Wrestling Hall of Fame. Cool. So uh, he went out on Twitter and he tagged uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson and said, "Hey, brother, I'm being inducted into the Impact Wrestling Hall of Fame, and I would be very grateful if you could send an induction greeting." After all, I believe my time with you was my greatest memories in wrestling. Thank you. Oh, nice. And Rock did it because he's the fucking Rock. The Rock said, congrats, my brother. Awesome news. I will take care of this and get it to you by this weekend. That's fucking awesome. Right. Of course he did. He's the fucking Rock. Right. The Rock's such a good dude. And like how much time is it? I mean, it takes not a time out of his day to record a quick video. But at the same time, you know how insanely busy that motherfucker is? He's the fucking Rock. Maybe not right now because COVID, but. Right. But still. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought That's that was really thing. cool. That was the right way to and, I was Yeah. Trying. And so we're going to see The Rock on Impact, which is going to piss Vince off. You know it is. Even though it's just Impact. Right. It might not as much because it's Impact. Right. But it's it was still Dynamite. Yeah. Movie, but yeah. All right. Well, tonight for you buds out there that download and listen to this on day one, like myself, is Clash of Champions. Mm-hmm. And BJ and I are going to do Wants and Wills for you real quick. Yeah. So BJ... Okay. Do you got the card? Do you need to get the I card? I have you the, got card. the card. I figured you had the card. I have the card. Let's card it up then. Let's go. So, go, go, go. Uh, we'll start off with the kickoff match. Asuka is going to take on Zelina Vega. Nice. Asuka. Asuka won and will. I Duh. agree. Yeah. yeah. Duh. Uh, SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura taking on Lucha House Party. I don't know which two. Either of the three, so okay. Um, which house party's losing? Yeah, yeah. I think this is Both where they finally. Will. Yeah, this I is going to be their breakup, right? For sure. Uh, U.S. Championship: Bobby Lashley versus Apollo Cruz. I think Bobby Lashley wanting will. Bobby Lashley. Well, will he's going to retain? One, yeah. I think... Uh, yeah, I he's going to retain. I don't know I if like he's going to win, yeah. but... He'll retain. Um, I think Retribution... Fucks it up. Fucks it up. Okay. I can get behind that. 
Uh, Raw Tag Team Championships. Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza. Street Profits want and will. I'm going to go with Street Profits 1. I think Andrade and Angel are going to. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. It, so fuck it, you're it right. It doesn't. And you're that's right. Why yeah, that's why it's going to happen. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yep. Yeah. Just They've happens. faced 27 times in the past month and a half. And I still actually think it's, it's been like be, four months. I still think like the others is going to be for nothing. The Street yeah. Profits are still going to win. So. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler taking on the Riot Squad. I think the Riot Squad want, but I think Baszler and Nia will. I think they'll retain. Yeah, I same. Because I want this to be like where Nia Jax and Shayna start breaking up and fighting with each other, and yeah. that's what lets Ruby and Liz get the win. Right, but because I think they, I don't think the they're going to do it yet. But yeah, me either. Uh, SmackDown Women's Championship: Bailey taking on Nikki Cross. Bailey will. I want. Well, I want and will Bailey. Sasha yeah, I think. I think. Him. I think it's both yeah. for me too. Yeah, yeah, I was debating for a second, but yeah. I think Sasha's going to get involved or something. Yeah, and I mean Sasha has to be the one to take this off of Bailey. Like, That's no true. Otherwise, it's yeah. yeah. Otherwise, it's I mean, wasted. there's a thing Nikki could get that technical win, but right. There's no way. As Sasha far as the belt changing, yeah. right? Yeah, the base belt staying with Bailey regardless yeah. of what happens. Intercontinental Championship ladder match, triple threat. Jeff Hardy, AJ Styles, Sami Zayn. I want Sami Zayn. I think AJ's going to win it, though. So I, I want, want Sami Zayn to do both. Uh-huh. Honestly, my will, because this is WWE and this is ridiculous, because they're hanging both belts up. I think it's still going to end up where Jeff Hardy gets one and Sami Zayn gets another one. And, and then they get AJ out of this feud. And then, and then it's just between those two. That would be better. That's a better want than mine, but I'll stick with what I said. Yeah. yeah. No, that's my will. Oh, okay. My want, I just want Sami to win. Gotcha. I just want Sami to win. But you think that's what will happen? That would be fun, actually. I do think that's what that could, will happen. It could be fun if they do it, right? Yeah. All right. What else? Um, and then we got more. WWE Championship match. Okay. Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, ambulance match. I think this is where Orton's going to take it. I do too. And I want to. I do I, too. I think it's time to do something I a little really bit. I really hope. I, I want Randy to take it. I think Randy will take it. And I also want Randy to just be a transitional champion so they can put this belt on Keith Lee. They I, might. That's really what I want. They might. I think that would be amazing. We'll see. Um, but then they right. still got to do Lee and... Yeah. Ah, uh, whatever. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. And then what, the Universal title? Universal title. Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso. Roman Reigns want and will. Uh, Roman Actually, Reigns, no. Jey Uso wants. I was going to say, Roman, Reigns, Roman will. Reigns will. I just... yeah. I, I want Jey Uso dude, just because it's Jey Uso. Right. And honestly, if you go back and watch the promo he cut, you'll want Jey Uso. Good Just from that, like, Jey Uso... Yeah. Yeah. I definitely want it. I think that would be... And that's the most shocking thing that they could do right now. Agreed. I agree. All right. And with that, we're going to move on to number 39, the cowboy, James Storm. Yeehaw. Or James Storm for you Impact TNA wrestling fans out there. Mm -hmm. Uh, You went first last time, so I get to go first this time. I watched the TNA World Heavyweight Champion, James Storm, defend his championship against one Bobby Roode or Robert Roode for you WWE fans out there. This was from Impact 2011. Um, 
Even though there were, I didn't see a video package before because the video didn't have that. Mike Tanay and Taz mm-hmm. did a great job of explaining the story of Beer nice. Money and the tag team. And Bobby Roode got cheated out of his chance by Kurt Angle and the current GM of TNA, Sting, mm-hmm. gave them a, uh, a match. And, uh, or gave him this match as, as the chance. So, yeah, this isn't on just a TV show or whatever they had in 2011. Yeah. Um, so just kind of a good back and forth match. Both guys were baby faces throughout the whole match. And, mm-hmm. and it made it a little awkward here and there because you still, in 2011, didn't have a whole lot of baby face. Whereas baby face matches. Um, but James Storm ended up losing because Bobby Roode, after a rep bump that didn't knock him out, but tweaked his knee on the outside, and it took uh, Hebner a little bit to get back in. Brian, not Earl, mm-hmm. a little bit to get back in the ring. Bobby Roode grabbed his beer bottle and busted over James Storm's head and pinned him to win the TNA Championship. Nice. Um, big takeaways from the match on James Storm. Uh, well, the first thing I want to mention is it's no wonder TNA was never fucking successful. So I didn't want. I've watched wrestling, but I've been back in for over seven years now, and I've watched a lot of TNA because of this mm-hmm. podcast and a lot of Impact from back when. And it's so fucking confusing because one time I watch it and it's TNA, and then the next time I watch it, it's TNA Impact, and then the next time I watch it, it's TNA Impact on the Impact Zone, and then the mm-hmm. next time it's just Impact on the Impact Zone, and then it's GFW. And then it's like other shit, and I'm so fucking confused all the time. So this time it's Impact Wrestling from the Impact Zone, but they're facing for the TNA Championship. Like, nobody knew what the fuck this shit was, so no wonder nobody watched it. Um, now, as far as what yeah. the mat- takeoff that matters from the match, <sighs> James Storm is the exact same now as he was in 2011. Okay. He looks older. And he's better because he's more confident and has more experience. I don't, he doesn't belong this high on this list. He doesn't belong above guys I've already locked in on the list. I don't think. Uh, nothing against James Storm. I like James Storm. Mm-hmm. I really do. But, like, he's been no different from the end of the decade from where he was at the beginning of the decade. So it's hard for me to say he belongs right. in the top 40 on this list, let alone the top 50. Yeah. He's going back to last. Yeah. He's going to 50, uh, unfortunately. Yeah. How about your match, BJ? I watched James Storm versus Colt Cabana for the NWA National Championship. That's the uh, promo okay. that I sent you. Okay, the gotcha. Roman. I'm not going to watch it yet. I was just looking yeah, to see what you sent me. That's what it is. Gotcha. So, um, but anyway, I watched, yeah, Colt versus James Storm. Okay. And it was from a Ring of Honor show uh, July of last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say this was a really good match. Um, okay. I like... I mean, my match was good. Don't get me yeah. wrong. It was great but for I a like, match. Yeah. But my thing is, I like those... Mine was a pay-per-view match, but it was... Uh, I like those NWA style matches, the 15 minute time limit. Like, so that's how this match ended. Um, James Storm went for, uh, well, he hit like his finisher and then he should have went for the pin and instead he went for a Cobra clutch mm. or something and, uh, it was put on not that good. Okay. And Colt never tapped and 15 minute time limit, Colt. Retain. Retains. Yep. And then um, 
And then Colt gets on the mic and says, you know, I'm not going to tap to that, but, like, that was close. I'll give you five more minutes. And as the referee's about to ring the bell, the Briscoes come down and beat the shit out of both of them and then grab a mic and try to call out Aldous. Gotcha. Which was pretty dope. Yeah. So, because the Briscoes are dope. They are good. Actually, I like the Briscoes a lot. We'll get to them. Eventually. Uh, yeah. Soon. In this. A couple yeah. more episodes. Yep. In this top ten. Or this next ten. Yeah, the so. next ten here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but. Uh, where's he going on the list? I agree with you. Like, I mean, he was good. Yeah. But, again, I think his best work of his career was in Beer Money. And Which was the previous decade right. from the one we're reviewing. Well, okay. His, his best work was in Beer Money and the breakup of Beer Money. The stuff you were watching was probably the best work. Of this was career. excellent. Like, the match was fantastic between these two guys. But, yeah. I mean, I, I know Bobby Roode's a great right. worker, and I know James Storm's a good worker, too. Right. But I do agree with you. Like, <clears throat> I do, he doesn't belong with these names. At all. I can see him being higher the previous decade because of his tag matches with Beer Money, but right. like he's the same guy in 2011 that he right. is in 2020. Right. And I mean, he did hold Impact together, but he's he held it together in the like worst period of their fucking, you know, and then he left. Right. And his NXT stuff was not very not good, good right. at all. And I mean, and then now, well, then he just got into what I thought was... His second best work of his career was the NWA stuff. Right. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. Well, join us next week, Buzz, when we go through number 38, Rick O'Shea. Nice. Richard. Or King Puma. Yeah. Richard O'Shea. Uh, number 37, Davey Richards. Yeah. All right, seriously, I'm probably nice. just being having a brain fart. Who the fuck's Davey Richards? And uh, how do I not know somebody in the top 40 on this list? Davey Richards was, like, on the top of... Uh, um, Ring of Honor for most of the time. That's why I don't know him. He didn't really work anywhere else. No, PWG. I don't his name. Okay. Um, but yeah, a lot of Ring of Honor stuff that before I got into the indie space, he worked before I got into indie or stuff yeah. and was aware of him. Okay, I was just curious because yeah. I'm just like, who the fuck's David Richards? Dude, I don't even know. I don't even know if you. I mean, you've probably seen him here or there. Yeah. He doesn't even look familiar. Oh, right. Well, Buds, tell me who the fuck Davey Richards is. You can hit us up at BudsWW on the Twitter or Instagram or email to the Gmail at the same. You can get me over at D-A-R-R-E-L-L underscore G-U-N-S. You can get me at Beach 2004 That's B-E-E-J-2-0-0-4. Leave us a five-star rating. Leave us a comment and email to Gmail. Like, share, subscribe. Send us your questions. We'll read them on air. Yeah. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Tell your Mom. dog. Uh, depends. Just make sure that I mean, she knows she's cool with the content. You yeah. Buds are aware like, of if your mom's Sue, then yes. Right. Tell everybody, though. Tell everybody. Get everybody on. Your little brother, your big sister. Mm-hmm. Your little uh, sister. Little sister. Your medium sister. Your sister, sister. Sister, sister. Yeah. And until next time, that's Mike on the mic. That's Crazy Charlie over there. That's BJ over there. And what the fuck over there? <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's Daryl. (laughs) Peace out, guys. See ya. Till next time. God damn it. Go away. See ya. Bye. (laughs) 
A sound check. Holy fuck, a sound check. No, it's not. Mike's mic fell off. Well, I don't know because the mic was upstairs. Now it's where it belongs. Yeah. Fucking Mike on the mic. Mike on the mic. Okay, Daryl talking on the mic. On the mic. I wish Mike could talk. Me too. That'd be dope. He doesn't know. He could just be our token turtle. It's like, uh... Toy Soldiers? Yeah. Is that what I'm thinking? Yeah. Like the action figures come to life and the monsters have to fight the soldier guys. Yeah, yeah that's pretty cool. That'd be dope. We could get some of that. Or you know, Toy Story. That's yeah. Cool too. You got a friend in me. Don't. We can't sing songs. That's enough. It's not more than 15 seconds. Okay. We're safe. Yeah. Right, that's a sound. Do you want to get us kicked off? Go ahead. They do. And whenever you're ready.